This Bites, discussing Milwaukee's culinary and restaurant culture. With Ann Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine and Tariq Moody of 88.9. This Bites is brought to you by Society Insurance. Welcome to uh, This Bites, Milwaukee's culinary podcast with the goddess of food writing critique ever essence, a.k.a. Ann of uh, Milwaukee Magazine and me, DJ Tariq, a.k.a. The Architect. It is a few days after Christmas and about a few more days We'll be entering a new decade. And so on this week's edition, we're going to talk about ways to celebrate the close of an uh, old decade and in a new decade by highlighting some of uh, some New Year's Eve dinners you can uh, try. Then we're going to also talk about an annual truffle dinner at Lake Proc Bistro and more. But let's kick it off with uh, some options for people who want to uh, kick off the new year with a special dinner to close out an old decade. Why don't you kick it off with some uh, New Year's mm-hmm. Eve dinners? Okay, so we have one at Bray's restaurant in Walker's Point. Uh, three courses. And there's also a four-course option. And there's an optional wine pairing. So you've got options here. Should I tell you a little bit about these courses? Yeah, tell me. What's what's going on? What's Bray's doing now? Okay, course number one, you get a choice of a winter squash samosa or a crispy pork belly with creamy polenta. Course number two, you can choose a wood-roasted meitake mushrooms with uh, potatoes roasty, goat cheese sauce, and fennel horseradish salad, or a lamb loin medallion with confit sweet potato and rye berry salad. And course three, you've got three choices, roasted root vegetable risotto, a dry-aged beef strip loin with celery root slaw and potatoes, uh, or cedar plague cedar plank salmon with pan-fried white beans and kale and the dessert is to be determined okay but what is not to be determined is that you if you decide you're going to do this you better call right away and make a reservation yeah i'm pretty sure because this is a few days from new year's eve so some of these we might be mentioned might be sold out we don't know yet we don't know but uh some options for you on new year's eve dinner so next up I don't really have a menu, but it sounds really cool. Movita is going to have a sangria celebration to close out 2019 and kick off uh, a new decade. Uh, so they'll be featuring a variety of sangria recipes and flights of sangria to go with their tapa menu, paella, and they also will be offering unlimited tapas. So they don't have any details on that, but uh, pretty sure it's going to be tasty. Mm. What, what do you have next for uh, New Year's Eve dinners? I have Third Coast Provisions. They have a nice menu uh, going on here. First course is a honey crisp apple focaccia. Second is a salad of red romaine, candied Marcona almonds, fennel, red onions, and pear vinaigrette. Third course is going to be a spot prawn bouillabaisse with stuffed clams, white fish, uh, a peppery garlic sauce that is very uh, traditional to this, and sourdough. And there are, there are different wine courses that are available with these courses. So fourth course is a Wagyu beef short rib with pumpkin gnocchi, delicata squash, bone marrow, charred scallion, and herbed breadcrumb. Mm. Or you can get an Aura King salmon with honey, honey nut squash, Geechee Boy polenta, Calabrian chili, eggplant, and mushroom conserva. Now that would be a tough choice between those two. And fifth course, chocolate almond bar with cookie butter crust. Dark chocolate mousse and almond cremo with an almond financier. And each one has and, a wine pairing. And each one has a wine pairing. And there's also a lemon cheesecake tort that you can get instead. So, I don't know. I, that doesn't sound like a lot of food to me at all. Next, uh, so Don's Diner is doing some kind of um, kind of a theme on New Year's Eve um, 
called Blue Hawaii. Don will be going tiki on New Year's Eve and will feature food and drink menu for everyone to enjoy before ringing in the new year in style. And they have two bars in there. And your reservation comes with a menu of tiki and tropical cocktails, island favorite dishes, which they haven't really expounded on, but I'm not sure what that would be. Uh, they also have Don's specialties and plenty of Elvis and vintage surf rock to enjoy your cocktails and uh, dishes with. Um, of course, all uh, guests will receive a complimentary bubbles to toast at midnight to uh, start a new decade off. And it's at Don's Diner. Love their milkshakes, by the way. Coming up on this bites, we'll continue our conversation with more options for New Year's Eve dinners in Milwaukee. We'll be right back. Nonprofit Radio Milwaukee is brought to you by you. A membership contribution is your personal commitment to music and to Milwaukee. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org to check out our donor benefits and the thank you gifts you can get to show off your 88.9 pride. Now we're back and we're going to continue our uh, picks for several more New Year's Eve dinners to kick off the new decade. I'm going to start with you again. Okay, so Bacchus, we talked about recently because they have reopened after going through a little renovation. And uh, to mark New Year's Eve, Tariq, you're going to be you're going to be excited about this. They're going to have live music from the Five Card Studs beginning at 9 p.m. Mm-hmm. A champagne toast and party favors at midnight. But that is above and beyond the menu that they're serving. So they got a special special menu. First course, again, they have choices. Again, meaning a lot of restaurants are going to give you maybe mm-hmm. two or three choices in each course. So a lobster pasta with lobster cream, lump crab meat, and fresh herbs. You just got lobster coming out of your ears right there. A yellowfin tuna tartare or a spinach salad. Now, when you've got those three courses, why are you going to choose a spinach salad? But you could. Okay, second course, sautéed salmon uh, with sautéed Brussels sprouts, a roasted beet coulis, and an herb butter sauce or organic chicken with braised lacinato kale or the filet medallions with a potato mousseline, wild mushrooms, and a bourbon peppercorn sauce. Uh, and then there's a third course of either a molten chocolate hazelnut cake or a two-piece Wisconsin cheese plate. And if you are not happy with those choices or you want more, they have a tasting menu that features five courses. I'm sorry, six courses. It's a six-course tasting menu. Cool. That's at Bacchus. Uh, here's another one. I, I really dig this one. Um Movita's sister restaurant, Hotel Madrid, is doing a Copacabana-themed New Year's Eve uh, dinner. On um, The dinner will include a fine show and music from our five-piece band, the Sweet Sheiks. Sweet Cheeks? Or Sheiks? Get your mind in the gutter. Sheiks. Okay, I just want to make Sheiks. sure I heard you correctly. Sheiks. And gilt-edge atmosphere in a dining room and bar. Uh, they also feature fine French cuisine and delicious Chinese dishes and an assortment of other worldly cuisines. Uh, they will be featuring uh, classic and exotic drinks. But then, if you have friends, uh, unlike me, uh, you can book their 70s Copa Club table. Uh, the dinner, I guess the dinner tables are limited in our 70s theme privé. The Copa Club room is a tribute to Barry Manilow's Copa Copacabana, disco, tropical dinks, dinks, tropical drinks. I want that 70s, tropical dink. And attire is highly recommended. I, I wish they would throw in Barry Manilow, too. You're a big fan of Barry Manilow? No. 
I just <laughs> would love it if they would bring in Barry Manilow. <laughs> Maybe they will. Okay. Who knows? Uh, I got us at the Hotel Madrid. What do you, you got anyone next? I guess we can talk about more because there's so much going yeah. on. We can make sure people have an option. Okay, you know? Delafield. You have you've been to Delafield lately? I, I, I've seen the exit on okay. the road. Well, there's a seven-course food and drink experience at a place called Belfry Kitchen. And uh, that's a, that's one of the options. There's also a three-course menu that has a 30-day dry-aged ribeye Chilean sea bass, crab legs, or sweet potato gnocchi. But if, I, if we're going to do, or if you or me or anyone wants to do the seven-course food and drink experience, Apparently, it's in their domes. It's kind of like the domes they do over. Yeah. That was, I can't read the Over at uh, Cafe Benelux. Yes. And so the seven course menu is also, or it comes with uh, sommelier selected beverage pairings. Mm. Uh, next is not much food at this place, but some food. It's uh, Glass and Griddle on New Year's Eve. Of course, Glass and Griddle is that place that's um, run by, I think, it's Milwaukee Brewing Company. Um, they want to have food, delicious food and drinks, but they have these packages, all you can drink packages, because that's what you do on New Year's Eve. You drink a lot. So they have very variety of drink packages you get for New Year's Eve at Glass and Griddle. You have the Beer Me package, which includes all you can drink MKE drafts, champagne toast, and food stations throughout the night. Then if you uh, have a little more money and you want to get a little crazy, they have that Give Me Some More, which is all you can eat, all you can drink, MK drafts, select wines, and real cocktails. And of course, every, and all the other stuff beforehand. And then for people like Ann, who like I am I'm I'm too good for all of that. They yeah. have the they have the VIP called the Yo, I'm VIP level. And that includes everything I said before, but instead of real cocktails, deluxe cocktails. And access to a VIP area, party favors. Enhanced food stations and appetizers throughout the night. This is happening at Glass and Griddle on New Year's Eve. One more, and Meraki. Meraki is uh, doing a, a New Year's Eve pre-party, pre-fixed dinner. Plethora of small place that Chef Shad at Meraki has put together with their sommelier, Jessica. Jessica is, is, is just a lovely, great person. If you ever go to Meraki, say hi to Jessica for me. Uh, has paired beverages with these uh, small bites. So if you're looking for something not too hefty on New Year's Eve because you like you eat too much food, you don't want to go out and party afterwards, right? So this is a place if you want to even plan to like party to like 4 a.m. or something. This small plate sounds like the way to go, mm-hmm. not like a full meal. Um, again, that's at Meraki. We'll post links and all this stuff at our website at RadioMilwaukee.org/slash/thisbites. Oh, I forgot one more New Year's Eve. If you're a fan of Justin Vernon and wouldn't mind traveling about uh, four hours. West to Eau Claire, uh, the Lakeley, which is the restaurant inside Justin Vernon's Hotel Oxbow, is doing a New Year's Eve dinner. I got an email for this, a prefix menu. Um, I'm not sure it's going to be sold out by the time you hear this or not, but just in case it is, you're willing to drive four hours and maybe Justin Vernon might be there. Who knows? Uh, they have odors include uh, Canelli Crostini, which is a white bean puree with house made sausage. They have Brussels sprouts and a hummus. And then a uh, soup and salad is a carrot salad with uh, arugula, carrots, chervet, almonds, and lemon vinaigrette, a butternut squash soup. Um, and then the entrees is pasta, house-made pasta, beets, Swiss chard, tarragon cream, wooden Wisconsin cheese, 
Then they have uh, chicken breast, sausage, cream and polenta, dandelion greens, and or uh, beef wellington. I think Justin Vern's definitely going to be there. I so, think that is his jam. That menu so, is his jam. Um, the Lakely, if you're familiar with the Oxbow, each room has like a record player. You can check out records at the front desk. Have you t- have you stayed there? No, I haven't. I haven't had a chance to stay there yet. Wow. So fancy. If, if it's something you were thinking about, hey, I want to get away from Milwaukee. There's an option for you. Um, for those who um, don't go on New Year's Eve or n- wake up with a hangover and need some food, mm-hmm. there's a place that's offering New Year's Day brunch. But you got you to gotta get up before 2 o'clock in the afternoon on New Year's Day. <laughs> so the Fister Hotel is hosting a New Year's Day brunch between 10 and 2 p.m. Again, reservations are going to be uh, essential for this. They're going to be doing a spectacular spread of chef-prepared classics as well as mimosas and Bloody Marys. It's going to be held in their ballroom, which is actually really it's a very nice ballroom. And I'm sure it's going to still be decorated for the holidays. And um, kids are welcome as well. So this is, could be a family, family brunch for you. Uh, but after New Year's Eve, you feel a little bit of a letdown, like, oh, New Year's Day. Oh, what do I do? Except, you know, some people watch football what what's up with that but anyway so you hear you can go to the fister a really civilized place and have a really lovely brunch on new year's day yeah first day of 2020 so do you have a new year's day tradition, tradition for food not as far as food goes no but we do have a tradition in my family that probably goes back to on my mother's irish side of the family which is and i, I don't know many people that do this but at the stroke of midnight, we go out on the front porch with our pots and pans and our wooden spoons, and we bang them as loud as possible. And cops come by. And, yeah, and they <laughs> issue citations. No, that's, that has never happened before, but this is apparently an Irish tradition, or at least an Irish tradition in my, my, my late mother's family. Mm. So that's about all. In the but, South, I grew up. You eat black-eyed peas. Black-eyed peas, right. I was going to say. that's. A- and, I, and it was funny. I thought, like, you know, no one in the Midwest knows this. So when I got to, when I, when I came to Milwaukee, I can't remember Minnesota, but when I came to Milwaukee, I was like, oh, dude, I could do this. No one else does this. I get my black-eyed peas, and I get it, go to the grocery store. All the black-eyed peas are gone in Milwaukee. It's getting worse every year because I think more people know about You got to buy, er- buy them early. Yeah, I didn't have to do that. I don't think I had to do that in Minnesota because I don't think Minnesotans knew about that tradition, but somehow maybe a lot of people... The black community probably knew about it, but like I think that tradition got more publicized each year. And I, go, you, I can go to Metro Market and I'm going, Where's my all I can get is canned black eyed peas? I was gonna which say, you the want same. the dried one. Yeah, it's not the same, but I, I still do. If I can't get the dried, yeah. I get the can. Well, so um, tell me this um, when you're doing the dried and you're gonna cook them, how do you season them? Well, traditionally, my mom seasons them with ham hock. Um, I actually start making a, 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 a soup. Or kind of a stew with black eyed peas now. So I kind of do like a chicken broth with chickens and stuff, make my own broth from scratch, then soak the peas in the chicken broth and make a soup with like sausages and spinach. And so I kind of. So what time should I be over? I don't know. (laughs) That sounds like dinner to me. Yeah. So yeah. And I put a lot of garlic in mine. So I kind of took my mom's recipe, took the ham hock and, and I turned it into kind of a. Stew soupy. Mm-hmm. That sounds great. Kind of black eyed peas. Do you dish. make a lot of it? I make enough to last like two leftovers. It's just me. Oh. You know, not like I have a family or anything up here. So, but 
if, um, in case someone shows up and wants to eat and they're hungry. Well, I don't answer the door, so that's that Oh, happens. all right. <laughs> Do you offer... Okay, if you have unexpected guests, have you ever offered them malort? I have never had unexpected guests. I don't have friends like you. I'm not as popular as you. Oh, I have to ask... Okay, so I've switched into malort gear here, even though we're not really at the very end of our of our um, segment, but I wanted to ask you this because someone in my on our staff, I'm not going to mention who, someone on the Milmeg staff said that he's been trying to find a bottle. He wants to buy a bottle of Malort here in Milwaukee, and he claims nobody carries it. He tried Ray's? I don't know what he tried, but he he, I'm pretty sure he would know it. he would know to go to Ray's. I mean, you can't find a certain thing. Ray's is probably the best place to get it. Have you ever tried to buy it here? No, I know of that Ray's usually carries Malort. Maybe they were just out of it. I don't yeah. know. And it's not that expensive. That's the cool thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Ray's probably has it. I will, I will spread the word. Yeah, and a certain publication put it in there, like the worst gifts to give. Their number one gift, worst gift is Malort, and I kind of like, dude, that's that's the gift that keeps on giving. And then there's mini bottles. Someone, someone listed that as the worst gift. Worst gift, number one. I'm just like, I'm just kind of hurt by that. <laughs> wow. I'm like, come on, Malort is great. I'm like, I tweeted the person who saw that said that, like, yeah, I agree with that. Number one, I'm like, no. That's the gift that keeps on giving. And plus, they have mini bottles, great for stocking stuffers. There you go. And Purple Door even made an ice cream. Yeah, we, That's yeah. probably the best gift to give. I don't know, Tariq. I think that was really, that seems like a real slap in the face. <laughs> yeah. I think I just, I was kind of like, mm. And I like tugging my heartstring. Hurt. Yeah. It hurt. Made me give him a Lord face after I saw that. Next, we're going to, uh, one more final thing is, uh, is a dinner. Oh, yeah. Past New Year's Eve. Lake Park Bistro doing something they do annually. Yeah, it's already in its uh, 17th year. It's hard to believe. It's the annual black truffle dinner. And it's important to mention this now because if it hasn't sold out, it will sell out. This is a very big deal. And it's actually the first one now since um, since Joe Bartolotta passed. Uh, this is a very awesome dinner. And um, it, it always involves uh, the corporate executive chef, Adam Siegel, and obviously the Lake Park Bistro team, their head chef is John Raymond. So every course on this menu features black truffles. They and that's, do not and that's skim the truffles they the like black the, truffles. The pigs go search for it. Right? That's the one right. Yes. Now. And um, it, it, so it's you. You definitely will get enough food. Um, they're the Urbani black truffles. The menu starts with an amuse bouche of a warm poached oyster with cauliflower scallop, caviar, and black truffles. Then a soup, a chicken soup with matzo balls, carrot, celery, and black truffles. Mm. And uh, that is followed by, now I have had something like this before. It's a Pleasant Ridge Reserve custard with mushroom duxelles, veal jus, and black truffles. Okay. Um, I'm going to skip ahead because there's some other smaller courses. There's a black, so, so the fish course is a black bass with a burr fondue. That's a butter fondue with a lobster reduction and black truffles. Uh, there's a roasted lamb loin with celery root glazed carrots and black truffle Madeira sauce. Um, just to let you know, the dessert is going to have truffles in it, black truffles. Mm. And um, it's just to tell you what that is, it's a brown butter cake with hazelnut ice cream and black truffles. So since you're a fan of truffles, and you mentioned white truffles as well, so I'm most curious because I think I only had, like, shaved black truffles on certain dishes, but I don't think I ever had white truffles. You know, they're, like, red and white wines. You can taste the difference of varietals. 
even mushrooms have certain flavor profiles that are different from each kind of, you know, species, I guess you call them. But is there a mm-hmm. there big are some difference dif- yes. in flavor profiles, air texture profiles between a white and black truffle? And yes, so- there are differences. Uh, black are are thought to be more subtly flavored. Okay. I still find them very flavorful, very pungent, mm-hmm. and that's good. I mean, I want mm-hmm. I want to be able to taste taste that truffle. Um, the 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 white truffles, which are often in the summertime, they they have different seasons. Um, are sweet actually. Oh, they are. Those yeah, they're on the sweet. sweet side, and but they're also and you would like this. They have a little bit of garlic flavor to huh. them, and they kind of have this smell. That is a little bit more of a musk. musk and like black truffles are more then, expensive than white truffles too. Mm, I don't know if oh. that they're both expensive. expensive? Okay. So um, you're uh, yeah you're going to be paying paying for that. Um, Weight in gold, I guess. Huh? Well, you know, <laughs> I don't know anyone that's actually bought truffles and like used them at home. Do you? Have you? I think I, at one point when I lived here, I don't remember what store had them. There was a store that was selling. Truffles. Oh, I think we talked about this. I can't remember who it was. I just saw them in a store. Let's let's go back. Okay, so you know, and I think probably prices maybe. Well, I mean, they're always going to be a lot every year. They're both expensive, but white could potentially be twice as expensive as, as a black. black. Wow, yeah. interesting. I was curious about that. I never, you know, all the times I really had truffle is just black truffle. So I never had the white truffles. Like, hey, you want some shaved truffle in your dish? Like, they shaved truffles. And- uh, you would say yes. Absolutely. Yeah. I would love some of that shaved yeah. truffle on there. And also heard like certain chefs say, don't do not do that truffle oil stuff. It's just yeah. terrible. It, it's probably not even real. Yeah. Like I heard chefs like, that's just waste your money, truffle oil. Yeah. So anyway. I have, you know, I, I have bought, I've, I've fallen into the trap of like truffle salt, like a sea salt that yeah. has that truffle. And Did it's kind of yummy. It is? Yeah. Mm. Interesting. Cool. I got to ask Lake Park Bistro truffle dinner happening January what again? And the date of that dinner is January 15th at 6.30 p.m. It's seven courses with six wine pairings. Get an Uber. That concludes this week's and the last This Bites of the Year. Oh, my gosh. And the decade. Where did the year go? This Bites. It's produced by Kenny Perez. Handcrafted signing inspiration comes from the License Lab with support from Society Insurance and your membership. Subscribe to this podcast at RadioMilwaukee.org on iTunes or anywhere you listen to podcasts. And as always, Anne, stay hungry. And keep the Malort cold. The best gift to give. Right. Anytime. Yeah, and I, I mean, you know, as Shriek said, they come in small bottles. <laughs>